Welcome to the Franchise Hounds podcast. I'm Greg Macchia, a certified franchise consultant. Thanks for joining me as I interview franchise industry pros to dissect, explore, and discover franchise ownership. Joining the show today is Des Stevens. Des is the dynamic owner-operator of Mosquito Shield in Northwest Los Angeles. Des grew up in a family of both Zs and Zors and was recently featured in Top Women in Franchising. Des is on track to set a record for first-year sales within Mosquito Shield. The decision to purchase her franchise in April 2021 has indeed changed her life, allowing her to focus on her personal core values of health, happiness, and service. As a former D1 student-athlete, Des is now encouraging other women to make their own bold statements through business ownership. I hope you enjoy today's discussion with Des Stevens of Mosquito Shield, Northwest Los Angeles. Des, welcome to Franchise Sounds. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. You know, I, I always love to hear people's stories about their journey to become a, a franchisee and a business owner, so I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a pretty lengthy story that starts at around seven years old. So (laughs) awesome. Yeah. I was, I was hoping you'd say that. So, so maybe a good place to start would be just a a bit about your background and, and uh, you know, how you came to be a a franchisee of the Mosquito Shield. Yeah, for sure. So uh, growing up, my parents were also franchisees to start. Uh, They owned and operated about 13 GNC stores in the Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas area, um, and then moved on to start their own franchise with Complete Nutrition. They started that in about 2005, uh, began to franchise that out shortly after to around 200 locations nationwide. They ended up selling in 2015. Um, Around that time, that's when I was graduating college. So again, like I said, I mean, from a young age, I've been in the franchise world, knowing the ins and outs of both ends. And um, when COVID hit, I really wanted to own my own business. I, I knew that beforehand, but COVID kind of gave you that jump start, right? It was kind of a sink or swim moment moment for both of us, or for, for most of us. And um, I wanted to own my own business. And I was in the, the high-end fitness world, the boutique fitness world. And Fitness in March 2020 wasn't necessarily the best, you know, idea, you know, owning that retail space and, and, you know, being in Los Angeles, you know, people were scared to come back and and they still are a little bit. So uh, I kind of shifted my my thought process and went to a franchise broker who represented quite a few brands and I I sought after a few of them in, in various different markets and Mosquito Shield was probably the third one that was presented to me. And it was just a click, you know, pest control isn't necessarily the most sexy thing in the world, but when they showed me the numbers and you look at the ROI and you look at the ability to start, you know, I was living in a, an apartment at the time and I started my business out of that apartment uh, with a van and just driving it to where I needed to go. So now, I mean, now I'm in a house, now we're a little bit more stable, but it was the easiest option to get up and running and to get up and running fast. So like I said, I, I, I knew what I wanted as far as a goal. It was just trying to find that avenue to get there. And, and that was with Mosquito Shield. The first thing I want to ask is I'm excited to hear that you worked with a, uh, a franchise broker. That's, that's great to hear. You know, uh, as, a, as a broker myself, a lot of people 
don't know that this role exists or what, you know, what we kind of do. Um, so there's always some education there when I'm, you know, when I'm working with candidates, but that's, that's great to hear. And, and it sounds like you probably had a pretty good experience because they, they showed you a couple different things and, and, and something that you move forward with. I was curious. Um, so it does sound like you looked at multiple, multiple concepts. Were they all kind of in the home services brand or were they, uh, other things as well? I just, I always love to hear about the kind of the, the process of, of selecting a franchise. Honestly, it, it a little bit was. Most of them were in the home industry. Uh, there was one that was kind of an outlier called Smash My Trash. And that's kind of in the dumpster world. And um, again, with, with franchising, you're, you're typically stuck in a territory. So you're purchasing zip codes, you're purchasing locations, those types of things. And when I got down to the wire of the location that I wanted to do, uh, it ended up getting sold. So I knew that was the best territory. And so, you know, I even said to, to the person I was working with, I said, if they want my information, you know, all of the data that I gathered, they're welcome to have it, you know, cause I spent so much time and energy making sure that was the right, the right location. And as did they, I'm sure. Then you went to like a, a restoration company, um, a window company, those types of things. And then mosquito shield was that, that third, third or fourth brand that kind of stuck. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, um, I'm glad you mentioned that territory thing. Cause it, it certainly can be a challenge, particularly with a, um, like a hot brand, right. Where it's, it's selling fast, you know, what, what territory is available. And even I've even worked with candidates and been in the middle kind of a, of a discovery process and had the, the territory kind of sold, sold out from under them just cause they weren't ready to move ahead and somebody else was right. And you, I can't, I can't blame the brand there, but, um, it's certainly, certainly a reality. And then once you kind of zeroed in on, on uh, mosquito shield, did you like want to compare it and contrast it to other, you know, players in that space? I definitely did. Um, and I secret shopped, Mosquito Joe and Mosquito Squad. And the way that I actually went about it was a little bit different than just like going into as a franchisee, like through their typical discovery process. I actually reached out to the local uh, owners and said that I was already in the process and just started asking them questions, you know, um, and I did that with my dad as well. So he kind of would ask certain questions and I would do other things. And and he would, you know, try to to say a little bit like, oh, I'm trying to help my daughter out, right? Just like make things feel super genuine as, as it was, right? I was genuinely wanting to understand what was the best option, right? Yeah. And the industry overall. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about a franchise is you're paying your royalties regardless. You know, you're paying your brand regardless. So you want that, that number one brand, because they're going to give you the best operational playbook. They're going to give you the years of experience and hopefully a good, you know, franchisee network that you can collaborate with. So that's what I was looking for. When I was talking to those people, I asked certain questions about not only the franchisor, but the franchisees, because I come from an athletic background. So for me, a team is all I know, you know, that's how we build. That's how we grow. Um, and, Mosquito Shield just kept winning, you know, the certain operational tactics that got us on and off the property quicker, you know, the, the van build out, that was a key. And then just talking to the other franchisees, most of them were happy. You know, you're not going to get 100%, 100% of the time. That's just not reality. We're people, 
when, when you can have those collaborative conversations and they're going to be real and honest with you, you know, even in discovery, uh, that's where I knew that, that there was something to build there. Yeah, great. I, I wanted to touch on two things that you mentioned. One, I'm, I'm, I wanted to dig into mosquito shield as opposed to, you know, other mosquito concepts. And, and it's, and you, you, you touched on that. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about, which I, I thought was really interesting, you said, and I, I try and explain this to candidates all the time, but, you know, it's, it's, it's the power of the system, right? It's the other franchisees there that that you can you know interact with and and share ideas that's really really strong and it's you know you're you're part of a family and it's important that you you know like and trust those people and those things and and I tell people you know when the when the idea of a royalty comes up and you mentioned it you know you're you're paying this ongoing royalty and you're not only getting support from corporate going forward but you're getting support and ideas and all those other things from other franchisees around the country and that, and that really um, you know, is, is, is valuable to a franchisee. Yeah. I mean, especially going into a category that you've never been a part of, you know, with pest control, that's not something that I know why well, I didn't when I started anything about, you know, so to have those key operational playbooks in place, to have the, the knowledge of the 20 plus years of experience with the corporate teams, and then not only get the, the family of the franchisees who are in the ground, you know, in the weeds, doing it every single day, especially being in that, in the home service industry, right? We are in marketing. It's, it's a weird connection in marketing. You think there's like a seven to eight touch point for someone to buy, right? In the home service industry, we can kind of cut it because they don't call us unless there's an issue, right? You don't, you don't pre-plan to have your plumber come out for a clog that doesn't exist, right? For mosquitoes, for mosquitoes, I mean, we we hit one through four, right, on that seven to eight touch point when they get bit. <laughs> so we're, we're coming in to solve that. And the same issue, you know, with that lies the fact that we're here to solve an issue. So sometimes you have those clients that can just be, you know, wanting that 100%, 100% of the time. And so you, you get to have that family to to, you know, trade stories with at the end of the season, because we we're all in the thick of it at some point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, two things I wanted to ask. Um, so your, your territory is in, in Los Angeles, California, right? And then um, for listeners that don't know, what services does Mosquito Shield offer? Yeah. So I liked to, I liked the Mosquito Shield platform as well, because it was such a niche market. So we do three things. We do mostly mosquito, right? But we also cover ticks and fleas. So being in Los Angeles, you know, being in a an area where we, you know, get to spend most of the time outside in the entire year, a lot of us have pets. A lot of us spend most of our time outdoors and our homes are built for an indoor-outdoor lifestyle. So we're we are a like a high-end brand when it comes to budgeting for your home, right? We're not we're an added benefit. We're not a necessity, right? We're not getting rid of termites because it's destroying your home. We are, you know, that that niche little market of uh, flexibility and comfortability. However, in the last couple of years, when we talk about comfortability being indoor and outdoor with mosquitoes, it wasn't always in Los Angeles. That's a most recent like addition. You know, they got brought over from some bamboo and they they made their ground. And so in the last three to four years, that comfortability is I either spend all my nights inside 
or you hire somebody to help with the mosquito problem. So it's becoming more and more mainstream across the board. That's interesting. I didn't I didn't realize that market that mosquitoes historically weren't an issue there, but it, it fantastic for you for kind of identifying um you know, a need, a, a new need and, and being able to, you know, provide that service. Yeah. So when they brought up Mosquito Shield, the, the franchise broker, uh, my first question was, well, are there mosquitoes? That was the first question, right? I knew the, I knew the territory I was looking at just because the home value, you know, the everything that would, I lived in the city, right? So there's not that very many homes, but I was looking in the San Fernando Valley where there's tons of homes, right? We need single family homes in order for this business to kind of thrive. But I, but I didn't live in that area. So I actually went and knocked on doors and I said, Hey, I'm not a solicitor. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just wondering, do you have mosquitoes? You know, that was kind of in the, in, you know, January and February and people, you know, they, it was kind of a, it was a seven out of 10. That's kind of where it ended up. They never saw them. Nope, nothing. Or, oh my gosh, are you selling something? Cause yes. So, uh, and, and I didn't purchase until April. So I, I, I really did my research to make sure that a, was this the right business and B were there mosquitoes that we could actually. Sell? Yeah, no, good, good for you. That's impressive that you, you did that legwork. I wanted to ask you something a little, a little bit off track, but like, do you feel you need to be passionate about the product or service you're offering? Like what, what would you offer to, to, you know, future franchisees, people looking at different ideas. And, you know, I I don't, to your point, like, you know, mosquito or pest control isn't the sexiest industry and it was probably something you didn't know much about, but how did you kind of get over that piece of it? Like, I'm going to do this every day. Is this something I need to be passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm from the Midwest, so work isn't like scary to me. I'll start (laughs) there. To say I'm passionate about mosquitoes, that came with it. I was passionate about service. I was passionate about health and I was passionate about happiness. Those are kind of my core values to be of service to people, to contribute to happiness and health. That's why I was in the fitness industry before, right? Those kind of ticked all three boxes with mosquito shield. Obviously it's a home service, right? We're a service of people. And as far as happiness, you know, you get to finally enjoy your backyard, you know, with kids out there, you know, those two to four year olds that are in the grass or in the the play box, you know, they're not feeling those bites. And then those poor, they they get sick and they're on, you know, all of those types of things that come from it. And then on the health factor, let's not forget that these are disease carrying insects, you know, flying insects. They, they carry West Nile, you know, they carry Zika. And a few others. So that's kind of where that health factor came into play. And especially looking at where Los Angeles has been on the West Nile factor in the past couple of years, it, it, it came with it. So am I passionate about mosquitoes now? Killing them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also passionate about giving, giving my clients back their backyard and back their memories, you know, because this wasn't an issue before. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a that's a great approach and answer. And I and I try and explain that to candidates I work with. You know, I say, you know, maybe, maybe you're right now, maybe you're not passionate about mosquitoes or whatever the concept we're looking at, but you know, maybe you're passionate about, to your point, being able to allow families to, you know, spend time outdoors together, or even you're passionate about, you know, building a company with a a, a great culture and a, and a great place to work, you know, similar to what, you know, like what your parents achieved and something like that. And I think if you've got to be passionate about some piece of it, um, 
and and you you should be able to find it in re- in really whatever industry I would think. Yeah, because you know, with any business, it's going to take some years, you know, to, before you become either profitable or you can build the business to where you're not in in the day-to-day, you know, you can work on the business, not in the business. Those are going to take years. So to fall back on your core values and what you're passionate about or why you started in the first place, it's going to it's going to take you through those those tough times. I, and I, I usually like to ask this question, but your your background's a little different in that you came from a, you kind of grew up in it, right? You came from a family of franchisees that then became franchisors. And it sounded like really had a had a good experience with with franchising. But I, I, I was curious, you know, if you considered why franchising versus operating as an independent, you know, why, why Mosquito Shield instead of, you know, Dez's Mosquito Busters or whatever you're going to call it. I guess what's appealing about the franchise model to you? The operational playbook. You know, I've mentioned it a few times and I worked in the fitness industry and created playbooks. Uh, I worked for a company that was a corporate company that acquisitioned a franchise. Uh, I worked for a box union who acquired Title Boxing Club, which is the big nationwide franchise. And so to know both of those sides as well, going into it, the biggest thing that prevents people from starting their own business is I don't know where to start. Not only with, you know, creating an LLC or whatever business, you know, and all the little details of like the finite, but where do I start? You know, in pest control, I would not know, I wouldn't have known the first thing. But going to Mosquito Shield, they have the best brand that they use. They have the best partnerships. They're able with a lot of their uh, franchisees and actually Five Star Franchising now owns Mosquito Shield. So even with that weight and that power, they're able to leverage the buying power to get lower rates. So it's taking all of those battles out for me on the small on the, on the, the smaller finite details, right? So I'm not going out there looking for a fleet gas card at the best rate, you know, negotiating to to three or four different people for just me and my little two trucks. I have Five Star and I have Mosquito Shield, you know, creating that buying power for a hundred different franchisees who have anywhere from one to 16 trucks. So they're able to leverage themselves a little bit more uh, on the operational side. So the I guess when I look at what I love to do and and what I like to do and what I don't like to do, I do not like to be in the day to day. You know, I like to inspire and to build and to grow people. So (laughs) franchising helps get you out of the day to day quicker. Yeah, no, and I think that's a good point. And, you know, obviously most people come to the, you know, come to work with me and they, and they have some, they have a background in something or a specialty, you know, maybe, maybe they were in finance or maybe they're in operations or maybe they're in sales. But the often the other pieces of that are scary to them, and and you do wear a lot of hats as a as a small business owner. So I think you're right, you know, being able to to come into a franchise system with your strengths, and then having the support in the other areas, you know, where you're where you're not comfortable, like a, you know, gas fleet cars and things like that. To your point, is is really important, and it should give people the, um, you know, the hopefully the confidence that you know to move forward and that they could be successful doing it. The other thing I wanted to mention, which I I really like in these home service concepts and you mentioned the the that uh mosquito shield is now part of five star is how these these um parent companies are kind of you know have an umbrella over over a handful of different um home service offerings and you know it's really the same customer 
you know, avatar that these people are selling to. So there's a really an advantage to being part of one of these bigger systems, not only to leverage, you know, buying power, as you mentioned, but the, um, the marketing component where you can, you know, cross, cross market across brands in that. Yeah. We haven't necessarily seen it just quite yet. Five Star acquired a few different home service brands in the last year with us being one of them. So I think they're gaining their footing, but they've got big plans, right? And, and, and not to negate what's happening, because I'm very excited about what's happening, what's going forward. But when I signed on to Mosquito Shield, I signed on to it because the, the founder was still in, in the game, you know? So to have that transition was a little scary. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, any any times there's change, it's scary, right? Particularly if you were one of the reasons you came on board was because of the you know the management team in place. Yeah, yeah, but in the transition, while there's always going to be bumps in the transition, coming out of it, I've really seen the effort in Five Star to be able to pull together. Um, I was lucky enough to have won a contest last year, and I went on the top performers trip with all of the five-star brands. So it wasn't just Mosquito Shield, it was all the other brands. And so we all got to collaborate and get together and kind of see what people do and how they work their businesses. Um, so there is a, a a collaboration starting, you know, with the other brands. You're always going to have your like, it, it's not high school, but at the same time, you're going to have your click, right? You have your franchisee yeah. click, you know, but you get out there and you, and you, and you meet new people and it's all, you know, we're, we have, we all have the same goal, right? We want to be successful in our businesses. We want to employ people to make sure that they're safe, secure, and they have their family in mind as well. So uh, at the end of the day, we all have that same goal. So why not push each other to get there, especially in franchising? We're not, we're not competing for the same client. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. And I tell candidates that all the time with your protected territory, other franchisees are very open and willing to share with you because you're not competing with them, right? And, uh, and also they, they want you to succeed because, you know, the better you do and, and, uh, you know, have a strong reputation really helps the brand overall, right? If, if people hear great things about your Los Angeles location of Mosquito Shield, you know, really any other Mosquito Shield that opens down the road, you know, within a few hour radius is probably going to benefit from the success you're having. Even across the states because of social media these days with social media influencers and and people following each other from different states on on various reasons. Hey, and, and it, it doesn't even need to be a paid social media. There's this big influencer in Texas and I'm originally from Nebraska and I had a few friends from high school send me messages about how she was using Mosquito Shield but they follow her because she does a lot of like mom stuff, but they knew that I owned one. So it's, it's a cross pollination of just, as long as we can be successful and support each other, it's going to, it's going to help across the board. Yeah, no, that is a good point. The other thing I wanted to mention that you touched on briefly and, and congratulations on, on winning that award and being able to, to attend the, uh, you know, the five-star group trip. Thank I know one of the other five-star brands is, is bio one, right? Yeah, and they're yeah. a, um, they're a, they're a crime and trauma scene cleanup franchise yes, yes. for those that don't know. So probably very interesting for you just to be able to talk to that owner about, you know, the day in the life of owning that business oh, and, yeah. um, you know, and, you know, how they hire employees and just, just little things like that, that really could benefit you, you know, 
hopefully you're not sharing clients and, and none of your clients need that service anytime soon. But um, yeah, that is that is pretty interesting. Uh, the, the value of being able to. You want to ask all the gory questions, right? What's your worst house? Yeah. And honestly, they most of them, they don't deal with blood all that much. It's more of like a hoarder situation and certain things like that. So that's where I was like, so is it similar to 1-800-GOT-JUNK? And then they they had a clear separation of no, it's not. And that type of thing. So uh, no, it was very interesting. They're a super fun group too. They're not, you know, you would think maybe they might be put together a little bit more. They've got to deal with like high, high stuff, but no, they're, they're just as fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, that's cool. So yeah, let's touch a little bit uh, on your, your successful first year in business. I know I read you were on track to kind of set a a first year sales record and you were recently featured in top women in franchising. So what do you kind of attribute your success to and and what advice would you give a, a new franchisee if they'd like to have similar success, whether it's in Mosquito Shield or really any concept? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with Mosquito Shield, it's not being humble when I say this, but the mos- the mosquitoes made me be successful. <laughs> you know, there was an issue. We had it, you know, even in a drought where you know, the city required us to only water two times a day, there was just such a terrible issue and we were there to solve it. And luckily, you know, as an owner operator, I was the, I was the technician. So I knew who was going out there. I knew how the treatments were being placed. I knew, you know, the, every single client I met with them. So I think Having, you know, being so, you know, micromanaging of myself maybe or the business, you know, it, it really helped me grow because not only was I introducing myself to all of the clients, but at the same time, that referral process came so much easier because, you know, I I was genuine, you know, and I, and I came out on nights at 7 p.m. if there were an issue and certain things like that. So one of the things in the in the home service industry, especially in the pest control industry, that we can change moving forward is to be not just a, a pest control, but a service. You know, we're we're their clients to me. They're not customers because it's a relationship. Those are the types of things that I mentally talk about in building that. So that's going to build you and make you more successful as you grow on. The other things to never forget for me are just the basic fundamentals in marketing. We don't need to be putting behind huge campaigns, right? Especially in home service, road signs win. Road signs, road signs, road signs. Like if you're not, my dad is now starting another business and he was talking about road signs and I said, oh, you should do X, Y, Z. And he's like, isn't that illegal? I said, (laughs) jokingly, but you know, you're not getting the cops called on you. You're not putting out enough signs, you know, and that's <laughs> half, another franchisee joking. in Mosquito Shield, but it's true, right? So we want to be, you know, we, we need to be out there. We need to be building our brand and building our awareness because a lot of the times people don't know, you know, they didn't know that there was a service that could solve that issue. And for people who are interested in franchising and, and nervous to start, that's what the franchisor is for right? To lean on to them, to lean on to the other franchisees. I like to say that franchising is like jumping off a cliff, but there's a net below you. You know, you're taking a jump. It's your own money. You know, it's your own business. These are all things that are your own, but you have the support and the system behind you. 
that are also going to help you to be there to be successful. Because never forget, if you're not making money, that franchisor is not making money because they're making it off those royalties. Yeah, I, I tell candidates all the time that the, the model is really it's a it's a nice setup because everyone's interests are aligned, right? The franchisor really needs the franchisees to be happy and making money. Otherwise, one, the franchisor isn't going to make money. And two, if the franchisees aren't happy, the system's not going to grow because to your point earlier, you called and spoke with other franchisees in the system and you said, you know, most of them are happy. So I think, you know, this, this is probably a healthy system. The thing I wanted to mention was uh, impressed that, that you, you know, decided to be the, the, the technician, right. Kind of from day one and, and how valuable that must've been for you. Um, yeah. particularly, you know, being out talking to customers, you know, hearing the questions they, they ask, um, you know, seeing some of the challenges the job, you know, maybe has, uh, but I bet that was really valuable you know, for you and will continue to be as you grow and bring on new employees and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I hired a couple employees this year. We're just getting them set up as we start in April for our mosquito season. Um, but in the last year and a half, cause I, I had half a season in 2021. So my first full season was 2022, but to be out there and to, to fail, you know, constantly, you know, <laughs> You know, the funny stuff with stepping in dog poop or, you know, you forgot to to make sure all the screws were t- tight in the backpack. Yep. Yes. So anything and everything that I've done it. So when my technicians go out there, like I like they know that I have their back and they know that there's a solution because I, you know, I've also done it, you know, so it's not like the me, you know, standing on this big old tower, you know, pointing down saying you do this, you do this. No, no, I've done it. I've done it and I've been through it and I actually am training the employees as well this year. So they're going to get firsthand of like me teaching them and, and learning from what I did as well as uh, a previous technician last year is going to help out. Um, so I think that's super helpful. And then the biggest thing that I want to train my techs on is that once they're ready to go and once they feel like I can, I can have these conversations I told them my goal is that a client calls in and they ask for their name and I say, no, but can I help? And they're, they say, no, no, I'll wait for X, Y, Z to come back. Right. Because they're so committed to that relationship and that partnership that they feel like my technician actually runs the business, not me. Like that's the goal, right. That they feel so empowered and they can have those conversations. Yeah, no, that's great. Put your put your ego aside. You're like fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, and and also uh, I admire that you you know realize how important that client relationship is, uh, particularly in a model that is you know subscription based or there's a, a you know a recurring component to it. Right. This is not like a one and done service. You want you want people to sign up for you know recurring service and and be happy so i think identifying that you know we're we're partners in this together is probably going to be really important to your success going forward yeah yeah cuz we can do as much as we want to as far as the treatment but if there's an issue on site you know we're putting a bandaid on a on a blowhole you know so it is a relationship you know especially any any service industry right so with plumbing you know think about that or just regular pest control with any type of pest control we there's no eradication there's no eradication right we we live amongst animals we live amongst pests. 
coexist, right? Yeah, yeah. If we could get rid of all the rats, you let me know how, Greg. You let me know. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My my sister was just telling me she saw that New York City is is hiring a rat czar for 175k. You can be the rat czar of New York City, and See, that's a well well in six figure jobs. I'm telling you, it's not doesn't seem fun. That's why we only do mosquitoes. <laughs> you know, I said it was a niche because I don't like the rest. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you with with your season coming up, and you know, I know California has had like historical rains and precipitation. I'm not sure if you know L.A. or your area has, but are you expecting like a a, a big season because of that? We are. So there's a couple franchisees in the the California area, uh, one down in Riverside and one in Long Beach. So just about two hours south and two hours east on all articles across the board from the vector system to, you know, the ABCLA, that type of stuff. They're saying that everybody's nervous because the way we look at mosquitoes and the way that we treat is all based on biology. You know, so we're not we're not timing the system based on what works best for us. We're we're timing it based on how a mosquito acts, how a mosquito breeds. The type of mosquito that we have in Los Angeles has to have a dormant dry period and can withstand that for a long period of time. And I'm talking years. So in a drought system that we've been in, there has been areas where they have been dry for years that now have water that haven't had water in five plus years. So any activity that's been there is going to emerge. And not only that, any activity that we have now has 10 times the place to go and breed because of all the water that we now have. So uh, I'm excited is is the answer to your question. <laughs> yeah. Excited, a little scared, not sure what to expect. Yes, but, yes, you know. yes. I but that's a, that is exciting, right? That is that's cool. It should be, uh, and 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 also, it's you know you've you've been able to you know work out the kinks probably in 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 some things uh, as a new business owner. So it sounds like the the timing should line up. You've uh, you've been super generous with your time, and and I I want to respect that. But I, I just had like one or two more questions. I, I did want to mention that that you were you were a former Division One athlete, and I I was curious if you see kind of a crossover from competing in sports to competing in business or, you know, building a team, any, any nuggets you can share there? Yeah. So, uh, I was a gymnast at the university of Nebraska and the way gymnastics works is really funny in comparison to most team sports. You're, you're an individual competing as a team. So when you're up there, you're by yourself, but you're competing for your team. There are individual titles, yes, 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 but that wasn't that wasn't the way that we worked. You know, we worked as a team. We we won a couple of Big Ten championships. We went to nationals a few times, so we worked well as a team. But when you are up there by yourself, you are, you know, by yourself. So in business, it's really funny because it's an easy transition, especially as a solo business owner. You know, a lot of the franchisees that I work with are a, a husband and wife partnership where there's there's a a separation of responsibilities. Now I don't have that, but I do have a team behind me of technicians and I have my marketing team that I've outsourced. I have the franchisee team, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm that solo person competing, right? So it, it's a really cool transition, but I treat everything that I do like a sports team. The morning is a huddle. 
we do a morning huddle. We do an we do it we do a wrap up huddle. You know, when we're out there, we're out there as a team. Whether I'm sitting here behind a desk and they're out in the field or vice versa, like we've got to have each other's backs, right? Similar to to running a play in any sort of sport, right? If I if you're a wide receiver and you know you're not getting the ball, you still have to run your route, right? Anything and everything that I can relate to working as a as a as a sports team, I do, even to the way that I coach, you know, training these, these technicians or people like that, I coach them and I point out certain things. Like I follow certain basketball coaches, right? You know, UCLA's basketball coach, you know, I follow certain people who, who give nuggets of wisdom of how they, how they coach and how they teach and why they're so respected. And I try to emulate that in my day-to-day practices. And even though it's dealing with mosquitoes. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And I, I agree. I think there's a lot of crossover between, you know, sports and business and, and life, right? All those, all those things. I've, I have young kids and we're fortunately, they're all, you know, the three of them are into sports and, and team sports. And we're always kind of trying to encourage that just for the, the life lessons, you know, if you will, of, you know, having a good teammate, having a bad teammate, having a, tough coach, you know, you're going to have a tough boss, all those things. So yeah, that's really cool. And and it's neat how you've uh, been able to carry that over to, to the business world. So I wanted to ask kind of as the, as the, the final wrap up question, you know, you, you've had, you know, this uh, initial success in your, into your, you know, your, your franchising. So, you know, what, what's next for you? Do you have expansion plans that you're comfortable sharing, maybe adding additional territory or, you know, have you ever considered owning another concept to kind of diversify your portfolio? Any any thoughts? Yeah, yeah. So, um, just to give the the total overview, I actually own five territories of Mosquito Shield. So, yeah, we went in. You know, you went big. Yeah, I'm an athlete. I'm going to take <laughs> yeah, yeah. it right. Yeah. Swinging for the fences. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I mean, we've barely even scratched into three of those five. So as far as expansion goes, not looking for that anytime soon within Mosquito Shield because we've got we've got that. You know, we've got the ability to expand in where we are, even even to the point that that the territory is so big big that we could create a second branch to make it easier on the routing. Um, so that's that option's there, right? This expansion's already within what what I own. And then as far as diversifying and um, you know, expanding. My father is, you know, a, a serial entrepreneur and always looking for certain things. I think my ultimate goal in life would be to, you know, gain the wisdom, gain the capital, try and fail and do all of these things to eventually become, you know, that that angel investor or that that person that is just on, you know, the board of directors and a few different businesses to just be that that piece of mind, you know, and that that piece of financial security, you know, that would be the goal at the end of the day. No, that's really cool. And good for you for, you know, kind of having the, you know, the foresight to kind of wrap up, you know, five territories at once. You know, when I talk to candidates, I say, you know, I get it. I get why people from a financial commitment want to start with one, but, you know, if you go in and have a lot of success, you know, you're all, you're almost calling the comp, you know, the competition, right? So why not lock that up for yourself and be able to to kind of grow into it and, and, and not limit yourself. Right. Um, so that's that great. You're able to do that. Yeah. 
Well, Des, this has been this has been a lot of fun. I've I've really enjoyed uh, learning more about your your entrepreneurial journey, and uh, I appreciate you joining the show. Any anywhere you'd like listeners to to follow you, any social media or anything like that, or you, a company page, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for you know reaching out and taking the time. You asked great questions, and I'm excited to hear it. Final product. As far as social media goes, you know, I have my Mosquito Shield. Instagram and Facebook. That's Mosquito Shield NLACA because the territory is Northwest Los Angeles. And then you just add that California in there. And then personally, it's just my first and last name, Desiree Stevens. Uh, I try to be as positive as I can and promote women-owned businesses and certain things like that that are near and dear to my heart. So yeah, I'm out there and give me a follow. I'd love to connect. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll be sure to include that in the show notes. Well, thanks again, Des. This has been great. Yay! All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Franchise Hounds. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or would like to work with me directly to explore franchise ownership opportunities please reach out through the form on our website at franchisehounds.com.